0: Hey everybody, welcome to Sense. I'm Brandon. And I'm Juno. We're really, really happy to have you guys here for our first episode. Our very That's first crazy, episode right? Episode. This is gonna be, be crazy. Yep. This is gonna be crazy. We're really excited to have you guys on. We're really excited to talk to you guys about um, some of the things in music that we are all trying to make sense of. Exactly. Um, it's There's a lot going on, a always. A lot going on. So, uh, you want to just jump right into it? Yeah. You want to... You wanna, you wanna,
1: yeah, so, um, you know what, today we're really ju- jumping into the topic of posthumous work. And if a lot of you guys don't know what posthumous means, it basically just means someone's legacy after they die. Um, and I think it's really crazy that a lot of younger artists are dying, and I definitely want to bring up, like, one of the most, like, craziest deaths of 2019, Juice World, first off. like. Yeah.
0: Like, that one came out of way out of left field, honestly. Like, like, that was just crazy. I mean, and that's the thing though is that, uh, even even his even his death though the the fact is, is that like since they ruled it like an accident, it right. was an accidental overdose. And it's like, yeah, because when he showed up at the airport when they landed at the airport, the uh, pilot had told the uh, the police that there was uh drugs and guns and all this stuff in the plane and so juice world you know freaking out probably i can only imagine what was going through his mind in his last moments but uh he was probably thinking like fuck it i'm not catching a case like i'm taking all this shit
1: and like honestly a lot of people didn't even know that juice world existed like they honestly didn't even know he had a banger on the radio until he died and i think that was the craziest part because i'm going to be honest y'all. are you
0: for who did not know (laughs) about Juice World, Bro, <laughs> I, like, I swear to God.
1: I feel like a lot of people didn't know about him. If
0: someone comments in the <laughs> section and is like, oh, I didn't know about Juice World," I'm gonna slap the shit out of
1: you. <laughs> I
0: swear to God. I, I put that on my grave.
1: And I think it's crazy because, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest, like, I did not listen to a lot of him before he passed, and like, you know, Juice World was just one of the many um, you know, deaths that happened in 2019, but like, I felt like Nipsey's was even crazier because Mm -hmm. of the shooting. But, you know, we're really, like, jumping into, like, the whole music aspect of it Mm -hmm. and, like, their work after they die. And I feel like one of the biggest things for me is, like, after they die and their music is released, how do the families go about releasing their music? Mm -hmm. You know, are they doing it for personal gain, are they doing it because they genuinely loved their their son or their daughter or, you know, and they want to see their legacy thrive because right. there's so much money to be made yeah. after death that people don't know about.
0: That's true. I, I think... There comes into there comes that comes into question, especially somebody's intent behind releasing, especially uh, the estate. Like, what what was your intent of releasing this work? Because you have two different kind of schools of thought. And what I saw personally with these uh, these with these deaths this year, um, specifically Mac. I'm going to talk about Mac real quick because mac uh whoever was in control of his estate you know they released this preface and they were like hey look you know we know how important this is i'm not speaking verbatim this is like we know how important this is to you guys like we know how important this is to his fans we understand how sacred this art is to everybody who does it and who uh was a fan of mac so Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we do this correctly and do this as close to his vision as we can possibly get because you can't ever really know what this person would have kept on the final cut, or like would have just like left off the album.
1: Exactly, and so. like that's what I wonder because like, I listened to Mac's album and I felt like he was. I don't feel like he was done with it. Like he, no, there was I, just no, so much. That's it's so work.
0: hard for me to say it. But, like, I, there's a few songs on there, like, I feel like he would not have wanted, like...
1: On there. Like, yeah. And I feel the same way. And... But I really... I felt like it was really weird because Mac died and his family released it so quickly. And I felt like they didn't even really give time for people to kind of just, like... I know people were, like, waiting on the music, but some people were still mourning. And I felt like, okay, you guys push it so quickly. And then we see families like Aaliyah... They're holding on to that music like mm-hmm. a baby but why is that why is there two different mindsets like oh versus I'm going to release the music right now or I'm going to keep it because this is my baby this is my legacy my daughter like uh, speaking about Aaliyah like my daughter she's gone and I just don't I want to hold on to this moment and I feel like Versus just pushing it. I feel like it's kind of more for a, a financial reason. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I wonder if you guys think that, too. Like, you guys can comment down below, like, your thoughts on it. Like, if you feel as though it is for financial gain or it's actually, you know, helping the artist in the end. hmm You know?
0: Well, see, that's the thing. Personally, I didn't feel like it was too soon for Mac's work, and I think specifically the reason why they released it as soon as they did is because it was meant to be paired Mm. with Swimming. Right. Like, Swimming, what I heard is is that Swimming was a hybridization of songwriting and hip-hop that Mac had released, and then Circles was more so in the realm of songs, like actual just songs. Right. And so there was supposed to be a third album. Is this is what I heard? This isn't. (laughs) Don't crucify me. This is it. it Just what I heard is that the last one was supposed to be one hundred percent just rap, like Max spitting his fucking ass off, just going crazy on it. And so I understand the thought process. This is one of those ones where I understand the thought process, and I can also appreciate the amount of time that they spent to To wait, because, like you said, there is a certain amount of there is a statute of limitations on how long you exactly should wait to to, p- wait. to let somebody's work right. go out, and especially in regards to Aaliyah, I can only imagine that her family is just more so feeling. And I, I who's to say that Mac's family wouldn't have done the same thing? You know what I mean? You're if right. it hadn't been. A uh, a second, it wasn't supposed to be paired with that. It had just been its own body of work, a standalone project.
1: Yeah, exactly. If it had
0: been that, who's to say that they would have ever released it?
1: Ever released it at all?
0: So like, I think that with Aaliyah, I think that it's it's definitely different. And I think the circumstances surrounding her death being different, and as they are, and that family being different from you know um, how things are now, and I'm I'm wondering if if, if she had died now. She had died in this day and age. If it would have gone the same with how they chose to hold on to her to music, to hold on to her music, or, or rather let it go. Because, like a lot of, specifically my opinion, my opinion mm-hmm. is that um Tension, oh, with his music, death. was yes. That was at that was all the deaths. Sad. All that the deaths. Very death. All the rap deaths yeah. in the last two years have been just insane. I know. Like, they're they're not... It's just... It's weird, man. I mean, Max was... Max was fucked up, but everybody knew he was going through something. You know what I mean? Like, everybody knew he was going through something, like, really, really hard, and that he's been battling addiction.
1: Yeah. And his, like, like, breakup. Like, he hasn't had, like, great relationships with friends, families. Exactly. You know, and I feel like the drugs, like, really... Change. they changed artists a lot of the time um mm. and i feel like he was just kind of lost in this like limbo when he like passed away so yeah. um and then xx like bringing him up like i i just don't even know what to say when i don't it comes think to him.
0: okay so here's the thing i think the only reason why his estate got away with releasing the songs the way that they did and the length of the songs is that tentacion had short songs anyway he did so it was like it was like, it, yeah, it's it's still X, you know what I mean? This, that, and the third. But also right. at the same time, it's like, yo, do you you? No one knows whether he would have wanted certain things released or not, and exactly. that's what makes this such a hard, such a hard question. You know what I mean? It makes it such a hard uh, conversation to have, and I can only imagine what those families went through when they finally decided to release it. You know what I mean? Where they were like, I I don't know if he wanted would have wanted this. Like, mm-hmm. I have an idea. I know my son. I know my daughter. I know my brother, but do is this really like what they wanted to be released like
1: if this is this really you know was a good thing for them because Mm -hmm. like honestly i'm not gonna lie i i looked at some of the things like after michael jackson passed and i seen that after his death like his music sold over about 13.8 billion copies after that like right after the death and i feel like as a family member i'm you know Just, you know, as me, I'm like, that's a lot of money. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you guys doing with it? Like, Mm -hmm. are you guys investing in the right places? Are you guys... Flipping the money, like y'all going to strip clubs with the money, like which which y'all doing? I want to know. This like, is for you, Michael. Just for like, you this know, is for you, bro. You know, I, I, got re- you, I really want to know, like where the money is going because, I mean, I see all. I, like, did it go to the kids? Yeah. Because you know, I mean, that's what I can only
0: imagine. You know, those kids are set for life. They were no. set for life before. They released that work. They were set for.
1: They were. They, they were, were good
0: for, for forever. You right. know, like they. I know they have like a. Those are trust fund kids. You know what I mean. Like those those kids. They when they hit. You know, when they hit that certain age, when they got old enough, I'm sure they. Got a bunch of money and they low key dropped off the radar. I mean, on a side point, I'm not even, that's not even like we, you would hear about them for a while, wouldn't you? Am I tripping? I mean, I
1: know that they had a lot of issues, the Jacksons. I know that they, their family is very separated mm -hmm. that, and still to this day, and I know that even, um, before Michael passed, I know there was like a lot of animosity between them. So I just because of how they grew up and people mm. and we seen the Jacksons before our eyes grow. like yeah. you know we grew up with them. That so, family's
0: been on the on the stage from yeah. like, from from the jump, man.
1: Exactly. Like- um, so just kind of like you know moving back into like the posthumous stuff. You know, I definitely think that releasing music after you know an artist dies is a great thing. Um, it's just, I, I think I'm still on the fence about it. Like, And I just really want to know what a lot of you guys have to say about it um, as far as that goes. Um, you know, Because we definitely want to hear opinions. And you know, yeah. I really, really can't wait to hear Michael's opinion today. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're kind of going to jump into right here, then and there. And I'll, I'll kind of let you let everybody know who we're going to have on the show today.
0: Yeah, we're going to have the one and only the Michael Bronxley. He is going to be in the studio with us today. We are going to have to ask him some questions. man has some questions to answer about his career as an artist and a producer in the Arizona Phoenix music scene. So, well, without further ado, we're going to introduce
2: you to Michael Ross. Wake up, had to bake up, she caked up. She came around me and she laked up, she ached up. Get a little ice on it, yeah. My
0: life for everybody, it. we got Michael Bronxley in the Broxley house, the one and only. Y'all ain't ready for this. Yes. So how do you know Juno, man? Uh, I How'd know you Juno. Meet? We've met from work,
2: and yes, I knew did. that she was super into music and super into, you know, um, the type of people that i like to be around basically i like to be around very, people who are very uh excited about their dreams and that's one thing that she's just excited about all the time
1: and it's crazy because like when i first met him i literally did not like him at all like i just want everybody to know that out there um <laughs> no really and like honestly no he was like one of the nicest people um to me that day on my first day and um we just kind of like started talking after that and hit it off and I heard his music and I was like oh my god this ni- he's dope, this nigga dope, I'm sorry I'm gonna just say that this uh, this like, n- just <laughs> I didn't like know dope. whether to say it or not like, you know my family's watching, I'm so sorry
0: mom all the old but, heads would be um, so mad awesome. at you she'd
1: uh, be like so she'd be like I
0: like that episode just stop using the n-word so
1: much Crazy. is <laughs> literally it's gonna be my old
0: man really he's gonna be like, like I love your show <laughs> stop using the n-word though
1: um, but, I don't know what to tell you nigga, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> And just like, nah, Michael's music was crazy dope. <laughs> You guys you guys know my nerves like And um, uh-huh. so yeah like his music was super dope. I, I just really loved everything about it. Um and I let him hear my music and I was like he liked it like really liked it. I was like okay, all right, we friends. So
0: you guys have you guys have produced together already?
1: Um so You guys have already you guys, you
0: got, you guys made it. made a few made a few made a few um I mean, some cuts some jams. I, I
1: think we definitely have and I mean I remember you got in the studio with us at one time and killed it. Um, That one time at band camp, Uh, and um, (laughs) Kenneth too, like he was in there too, he was he was chilling with us. Kenneth was in there, sounding like a
0: super stone, J. Cole, (laughs) right? Like a super, I was like, I did, and it was
1: like very
2: bad. All right, I just just wanted to verify that. But, (laughs) (laughs) um,
1: um, so, anyways, where are you from originally?
2: Um, so I'm from uh, Maryland or the Washington DC area, the DMV, um, and uh. It's, it was, I'm here now. I'm in Arizona. Yeah? Ari- it's AZ? That, it's
1: you reppin- that simple, you know? You mm-hmm. AZ? Okay. I'm
2: still a Redskins fan, though, so. Okay. Um, okay, for sure. Yeah. Bad, gotta rep my team, but yeah.
1: And so how'd you get into music? Like, what mm-hmm. bought you into, like, the whole music scene? And how old were
2: you? Um, Actually, I played drums at my church for the first time. I really got into music at eight years old. And then from there, I just kind of... Kept working with it, kept feeling around with it, and then I started getting to get into a couple bands back home. Um, we got a sound back home called Go-Go Music, and um, nobody else listens to it outside of Maryland, D.C., and Virginia, but it's
0: <laughs> cool, because it's for us, not y'all. So, um, but yeah. Go-Go Music, okay, I, I'm sorry, I do, I hate to interrupt, but like, every time you say <laughs> Go-Go Music, I instantly think of Go-Go Dancers. Same, I'm just
2: thinking mean, of I mean, like,
0: was, dancing,
1: was, in, the kid, in the club, you know what
2: I mean? I mean, you ever heard Amory One Thing? Okay, it's this
1: a, one thing, nigga. That that's, that's a go-go
2: song. Hey, okay. Okay,
0: okay. I did not know that. Okay. That was
1: classified as a go-go. Go.
2: Throw okay. by okay. Chris Brown. Go-go. Okay. Yeah. That okay. Lit. That's. Lit. I'm out
0: here. Give me okay. a couple gems. You're, right. You're, yeah. A
2: couple <laughs> gems couple for the ride right home. You're putting y'all. me on game. Thank you. Don't leave this podcast. <laughs> you have to finish <laughs> watching this first, and then you can go
1: <laughs>
0: listen to it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let them know what's up. Cause yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I'm just gonna jump right into this question because, like, you know, I just want to know, like, are you doing this as a job or a hobby? Like, when it comes to like your music, I'm
2: doing this just so I can move my family out the project. <laughs> Not. How many I not mean, that's an A gonna... line to see if y'all was, y'all know y'all music <laughs> <laughs> that was an A boogie line but yeah nah um, I'm, I mean I just I just love doing music like music has always been a thing of mine so I just I just love doing it I've grown up into it like I have family members that are into music my mom can sing my dad can play like so you know it's just that's just I'm born into it. So are Part you are me.
1: Are you saying you're like not looking for fame, but like if fame happened,
2: you know, I, you would be cool with it too? Like I'm doing music because I love to do it, and hopefully one day I can get me a nice house in Texas in the middle of nowhere with a house. I mean, a horse. I said a house, a horse. <laughs> And then I'll be straight.
0: Hey man, don't stop your dreams. Okay, two, two houses goals and one horse—that's a lot. But yeah, I
2: mean, I'm down for that too. You know? House for
0: the horse. You feel me? <laughs> they
2: gonna say a house for the horse. House <laughs> for the horse. Either. Hey, nigga, if
0: you balling, you balling. <laughs> if you got it like that, niggas really gonna hate. <laughs> man. You feel me? No, they gonna be like, this horse is living better than I am. <laughs> I am in the jet still, and like this horse is living in the nicest part of Texas. This horse, man. Hey, some nice of these, horse. some it's of these, some like of these. Like how many the cars you gonna
2: have though? That's the Real question i don't know i really like cars a lot so i mean we'll see i mean i'm not into material things too much but i do like cars a lot so um i definitely want to get like an old school one day and then like a futuristic like that tesla truck that cyber truck oh my god looks like. oh my you're gosh, gonna so be one I of them run. on the highway definitely be one of them like, on oh a crazy tip yep
1: he showed me this car so many times y'all like so many times. What,
2: like, the Tesla I, I truck? I don't want to see it no more. Don't show me. More. <laughs> the I'm Tesla like, oh, truck? Come see show me pull me. up in so. <laughs>
1: like, one. Like, I don't want to. Don't That's talk about it until you have the car. Like, we <laughs> <laughs> <like>, had <laughs> <like, laughs> <like, laughs> like, back there. hold up? Why Okay, so. Put it back in the pocket.
0: so i i really gotta ask i I have a i have a question that i've been that that has been percolating um you know what parts of your music what parts of yourself really your personality uh do you allow to really show in your music and Mm -hmm. then like what parts of you do you usually kind of like keep hidden because i know Mm -hmm. as a producer you have the final say and what Mm -hmm. gets released with your music i mean every artist really does but you know you more so than others would have more of a say of like what what are the emotions and the thoughts mm-hmm. that come from from Bronxley mm-hmm. that you you want people to know versus uh, the ones that you wouldn't really care to have out there? Um, I mean, I'm I'm a very open dude. Juno
2: knows that I'm I'm incredibly open it's about super. you know when it comes about anything that's going over in my head. I'll let you know if you're willing to listen. So all my music is literally from it's just different experiences in my life, and I just learned how to put that into you know art and. You know, hopefully people understand it. But yeah. at the same time, like it's just therapy for me. And that's like every other mm-hmm. artist that does music, it's it's just therapy at the end of the day. So Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I can see I can see how it's a how it's like a cathartic thing. However, you know, like some people, um sometimes people will go through like a really bad breakup sometimes people will go through something that's really 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 personal and then uh, they they might not want to release it and that's fair you know Mm -hmm. what I mean but is there ever do you feel like there would ever be a
1: A moment where you just had to like you felt mm -hmm. like this is maybe a song that I have to preserve and I can't really show people yet and maybe this is just something special to me and only me and Mm -hmm. this is just my baby basically do you ever get that? never
0: Never.
2: Really. I feel like everything should be released at some point. I okay. mean, you know, and it's. I mean, it is. Uh, it is a matter of timing. At the same time, like you know, you gotta. You gotta know when to put out music. You gotta know, you know, when it's the right time. But. I mean, eventually, it'll all go out. And do so you I'm, have
1: like a, a, a technique when you're putting out music? Because um, you, you said you all gotta put out music, but like. Yeah. What's your technique like? Are you dropping songs every week, every two weeks?
2: I just drop them when they're done, when they're ready to be done, and then you know you just. You kind of feel when the when the, when it's the right time, so I just wait. You know, I I you'll hear I me. Mean, one of my songs is "Outer Space." That song I made that at the beginning of twenty nineteen. It didn't drop until the end song. of twenty nineteen. So, it'll
0: be in the we link
1: below. Y'all will hear
0: it in the mm-hmm. link below. Hey, turn outer up. Space. I told outer him I was space, gonna do like an excursion. <laughs> 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 oh, I was floating for a second. My bad, y'all. And My I told him I was Inspec gonna do it. an acoustic
1: version of this outer space. I don't know if it's gonna happen. Like, don't quote me on this. Like, if it never happens, it's not gonna happen. Hey, don't get, course into
0: course the comments, never, get into the comments. Get into the comments and roast the fuck out of her until she does it. Okay? <laughs> okay, like that's that's how we. You gotta get a fire going. You feel me? When you gonna drop fire. outer space? When you gonna drop outer space acoustic, yo? When, what, what what up though? Is Michael Broxy gonna be on it too? Shut right, up, exactly. Uh, these are so many questions that need to be answered. No, It's just like for the podcast. (laughs) I really
1: don't like you guys in real life. Like
2: the lies we tell. I
0: don't. Oh my god.
1: So, I'm like really thinking because it's crazy. I really have this question that I've been thinking about. Also, like, I really want to know what is if you made it, you know, what is one way that
2: you would invest in push, pushing the culture? Hmm. Um, I think I would invest in people wanting to be themselves. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like you see so many rappers and artists in general that are, they have like this fictional life, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, that's dope. And I'm glad it's making money for your family. But at the same time, it's like... That's not really you, you know, and, I, and that's like the type of that's the type of music that I like I is I like to create music that like it's this is the same me. It's just another layer of me. It's not you know what I mean? So my whole goal is like, you know, to be on the back end of things eventually to where I can, like, get other artists, you know, and that are true to themselves and true to you know, what they write about, and what they talk about and, you know, build them up. So
1: like a specific age group, would you say, like you're gearing towards with that? Nah, I work with a fifty
2: year old if you if you got bars, or she got <laughs> bars. Right. I've
0: been chilling in the nursing I mean, home, I'm just spitting bars with the homies time. for years. Like just <laughs> I've been waiting for this opportunity. I've been waiting for this opportunity, man. And and. honestly,
2: you finally came through.
1: So <laughs> when <laughs> you <and> think <laughs> about culture, you think about everybody. You know, like yeah, not, not just, just one you know, whoever, then, Yeah, Jay Z you know. is
2: you know over forty years old, and he dropped four four four. That was a great album. That was a great album. Lil Wayne. Just Drop Funeral, great album. Like that's, you know, they they older people. So, it don't matter are,
0: what age you are, it's about man. who can create good music. I feel I I 100 I I agree with that. Right. Um but like, okay, so in my my in my thought process with like pushing the culture, um one of the things that one of the things that I think about mainly with like investing is more so on the line of like uh schooling like Mm -hmm. investing in schools and making sure that like our kids have a have an opportunity to fully express themselves because Mm -hmm. we find that in in a lot of in a lot of places there isn't as good schooling and so it's much much harder for for kids to to truly allow themselves to be themselves you know what i mean they're always looking at things through this lens that kind of like limits their view limits Mm -hmm. their vision so like Personally, yeah. I know I was not asked the question, no, you, but it's your my, like, my, it is my podcast. Don't forget it. Uh, no, <laughs> no uh, so no, like one of the things that I would always say and one of the things that I can appreciate when artists do finally make it and they do start investing mm-hmm. is they start investing in the youth. Yeah. You exactly. know what I mean?
2: I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, like one thing that I, I saw like on somewhere on the internet somewhere the other day is like there's a school. I want to say it's in Utah. I might be wrong. Um, but there's a school that has a financial course for kids now that they have to take in order to graduate and that financial course is like built upon like them you know saving money managing money learning how to build and invest money and so like things like that those are definitely needed just like to your point like yeah. those mm-hmm. are definitely needed and i wish i had that when i was in school like,
1: yeah and then just yeah. like arts in general because you see a lot of schools taking away fine arts from children like some kids just don't even have the opportunity to be in music programs and mm-hmm. i think that honestly answering that question as well that's one of the things i would do is bring arts back into schools um and also create my own art schools for kids to go to yeah. um and be able to like showcase their passions and, and what
2: they really want to do right luckily i was able to go to a to an art school for a little bit of time before they realized that i didn't live in that area really <laughs> so me back to my home damn dog <laughs> damn, don't take my, my diploma please
1: um <laughs> like please don't take
2: it <laughs> back yeah, i need that um but not nah, like for real like i mean art school was it was super dope like i mean you i grew a lot musically from being around other people that were different from me musically you know what i mean like i was able to be in band i was able to do all these different things and it was cool. So
0: I definitely agree with you. So yeah. yeah. Like one of the things that one of the things that I think about a lot is like is teaching kids how to be their own business people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is you know, you're one of the most important skills that you could have is, is a sales being a salesman. Right. Is selling yourself. You're you're you go to a job interview, you're gonna sell yourself. You're gonna be yeah. like, Hey, this is what I can do, this is what I'm capable of. Now you just have to convince that person to believe you. Mm. You have to convince them to believe in you. And so, um, You know, I think that one of the things that is really, really important with with the the teaching our kids, like the financing, the financing classes and everything like that is teach them classes. If if they're interested, teach them how to own their own business. Right. You know what I mean? Teach them what they need to know in order to in order to make sure that. mm Make it yeah, generational wealth. Like,
2: if they're doing music and doing all these things, they're gonna have to run their own business. Exactly, so that's exactly well what it is. Them, like you want, you say follow your dreams, and like yo, like help me follow my dreams. Like <laughs> fucking
0: <laughs> you know right, know dog. So, yeah. so I gotta, oh, I, I have to ask, man, because uh, in working with you and mm-hmm. in, in, uh going going to the studio with you, um, one of the questions that I have is. Uh, how do you know that you're gonna get like a decent performance out of an artist, or, or like a decent session in the studio with an artist? Are, are there telltale signs? Like, do you look for them? Do you just have you like picked it up over time? Like, what's right. the? Do you pick
1: up on vibes? Like,
0: yeah, it's hundred percent vibes. That's, for me, that's what it is. Because, like, at the end of the day, like,
2: you can tell when somebody's really like, um, you know, really invested in their craft, and when you see that. You know how to, you know, you just have, as a producer, I feel like, you know, you just have to help mold them into what they want to be. Like, your job is to mold them into what they want to be. You know, you're not taking credit for them. but You're just, you know, you're just helping them, you know, understand who they are and when they're in the booth and they lay it down. What do
1: you, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but but like, what do you consider as like, I can see when they're passionate in the booth like Mm. you know because I remember being in in the booth with you and like there would be moments where you'd be like do that again and I'll be like getting angry with you but I was only getting angry because I knew that I wanted to do it so well would you consider that passion or would you what would you say like for just your experience with other artists as well
2: no yeah I mean every I mean most of the people that I've worked with you know in the booth and doing music and recording is like They, I just tell them, like, yo, just act like you're the best person in the world for those 10, 50, wherever many seconds you're in that booth. Just act like you're the best artist that you that the world's ever seen. Mm -hmm. And that's how you gotta, that's how you gotta take it when you're in the booth. So
0: um yeah I so producer slash life coach like that's i like that Produ- like, yeah
2: produce life Hey, yeah,
0: book coming soon all <laughs> right yeah
2: <life>. go. <laughs> you gotta let these people know man
0: you gotta let them know because like no that's up. one of the things that i saw that i really 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 fucked with like w- off rip yeah off of getting to know you because like one of the first times that i like actually hung out with you yeah. was when we went to your house and we went to the yeah, studio and true. like it was it was it was fantastic It was, really fantastic. Really it was really really it dope the dopest
2: shit to watch really you, that, you guys made that Hit record yeah. <laughs> Made
0: that hit record <laughs> on That one that's, that's on SoundCloud yeah, link, out. Link, out. Below. link below Link below Check out. that link out Check that Let's link out You feel me You feel me But um No like I I, really I truly saw it And like that's That's why I fuck with you And like that's why If That's why Let me say when, when, (laughs) when I get back in the studio, I would like it to be with you because like I I really, I, your energy, not only your energy, but also just your ability to, to Push artists to give their best performance, yeah. to give their best that be into true. that record, because, yeah. you know, I mean, that's that's what people are going to know of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That could be someone's first introduction of you.
2: We're not going to just get past this point of the fact that he just said that he's about to get back in the studio.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. OK, He <laughs> This breaking news in the and first episode of the
2: podcast. <laughs> and Brandon's getting back in the studio. Which and means if anybody knows coming.
1: Brandon personally, he just like does not want to do it, even <clears> though he's the shit like when it comes to rapping. But OK. I'm. I'm just pretty, put that good, out there. pretty good, man. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Ah, they hyping
0: me. They hyping me. I'm
1: manifesting me. an album right now. Manifest him. Do it. Produced by Michael. <laughs> <Western>. <laughs> no, Just but it, um,
0: rising into the air, spinning bars like I'm right. like I'm possessed by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> like right. that's, that's how it goes.
1: It's crazy because like I literally think you're one of the hardest um, working producers I've I've got to work with so far. So Picture. like definitely keep that up, like for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna
2: try. I'm gonna try.
0: So.
1: So honestly, why is he looking at me? You really? this is the point. We know where to go next. <laughs> no, we know
0: exactly no. <laughs> where to go. No, you're fine. You're fine. We got a road map for this shit. I'm messing.
1: So honestly, um, I just really wanted to ask the question. So, um, I know that you're you're very determined and you're very focused. Um, so like, is Who's like one of your biggest motivators? Um, you would say, um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be an artist, like, it could be a, a love okay. interest in your life, like, your your family. What
2: motivates you to get up in the morning? Um, I mean, there's a couple of things, but mostly my mom. Like, I just, you know, I just want to be able to get her whatever she wants. Like, that's it. Is I know it's not cliche, but we, every, we all do. But
1: shout out to Michael Bronsley's mom, everybody, because she's the GOAT. Like, she's cool. She I, is, I like her,
2: she's pretty cool. She hasn't met okay. me, but answer. not for real. Like,
0: oh, yeah. oh, You're just like a, a silent I'm observer. Just, she just I'm knew just, through I, me. She I, I just be stalking mother. her and said or something <laughs> like that. Like, oh, totally she's slaying things, right now. <laughs> I'm totally it's Joe.
1: Not. I'm mom. Joe from <laughs> <laughs> Hello You. <laughs> so oh, hello there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
2: <laughs> but not I, for real, yeah. I mean, it's cliche, but for real, like, I mean, I just want you know, be able to get whatever my mom wants. That's, I mean, so that's there's really
0: there's no there's no love interest that got you in the studio lately right. not like, got I
2: really
0: you the, wanna know come like, on bro
1: there has to be somebody like, everybody has say, I feel like girl I'ma to tell you Valentine's Day is um, next week and I'll
0: so. be don't forget don't. you're gonna be alone <laughs> on Val- oh. I was oh I did not mean to
1: Netflix Netflix yeah <laughs>
0: well,
2: me and Netflix gonna <laughs> be best friends
0: or <laughs> okay. <I> <laughs> you and Netflix I'm just talking to the viewer cause most of these people are gonna be single I'm gonna be single on Valentine's Day and I'm gonna be happy because I love myself
2: and
1: I told myself I'm renting someone for Valentine's Day so if oh you gosh. would like to be one of those people then what's up I'm just kidding are
2: you
0: doing an ad for like a gigolo like it are was you so it, I was gigolo, just, you, you said I hard. had to go
1: for it there was a
0: window open <laughs> yeah, no I
2: fuck
0: with <laughs> that that is good energy no, like it's confident. I gotta fuck with it, man. Shut I gotta up. give you props. Right <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you ain't lying, though. She <laughs> finna have so many niggas hey, Yeah, my Bronzy
2: was cool, but dude, I was your number. No, <laughs> no, but um. <laughs> so what you like, like to eat? <laughs> and, and
1: he's still going. He's still big. I'm sorry. I'm he's sorry. Still going. Okay. <laughs> Red lobster, Red <laughs> crab. Okay. Right. I can do that. And I yeah, promise we're gonna fight off camera and off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Get I'm ready to square up um so anyways i know that you have some songs coming out and i'm like super excited to hear them so who told you that? i mean so... i mean word of mouth you know i'm just oh I had, an,
0: I had something i had something yeah. i wanted to ask you because you seem you strike me as somebody who is like a perfectionist to a certain extent here and yeah, exactly. here and there i see he little is. glimpses of it like don't try to bullshit like i see you i see you, <laughs> I, see you. I i i peeped that early because like um like I and so I have to ask like what is one of the harder things mm-hmm. with a project that you like have to fine tune before you put it out like what yes. really is like you're just like fuck like I, I I can't put this out until I get X Y and Z right mm-hmm. I feel
2: that um, this is gonna sound incredibly incredibly conceited but I promise this is not that's not it um, <laughs> so it I'm, I'm blessed to be able to, to to write my own raps you know rap sing produce. Um, also, like, record, mix, and master. Like, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to learn all those gifts and be able to do that. So the the mixing and the mastering is the hardest part because you're going through multiple times. You're, you have this one mixing, like, all right, let's see how this sounds with the car. You go to the car, it's like, ah that ain't it mm. so then you gotta go back and do another mix and then you're like okay that was better but this needs to be changed so you gotta go back and then you gotta do it. so that's the hardest part and you gotta do it for every song and then once it's all complete especially if you do like an album or project and the way that I like to do my projects is I like to have them for the most part blend and conjoin together so like one song flows into the next And all that is a lot of work because you have to you know Mm -hmm. make sure that everything you you know that the listener can feel that transition to the next song so yeah yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of that can go into it so
0: i i feel like there's a there's uh the like the cohesion of a project is like one of the more slept on it's one of the more subtle things Mm -hmm. that come with especially like an album so i i would and and I, i like one of my favorite kind of albums to listen to are concept albums I love concept albums a story uh, a philosophy something that you want to slip in there beyond just the music because Mm. the music is fantastic and I was talking to somebody about this the other day because I had revisited uh, an artist and I had revisited one of their concept albums and I like really realized I was like shit I had been sleeping on this for (laughs) so long like this is like insanely good but there was a few cuts on there that i really really liked and a few Mm. cuts that i was just like okay it's good it's cool like it's not that bad but like it's it's not really like this one you Mm. know what i mean so it's like but that takes away from the cohesion of Mm -hmm. the product Mm -hmm. so like would you say would you say it's better to have a cohesive and like like a concept album, let's just go with that for right. a second. So would you say like a concept album or mm-hmm. would you say versus just like a list of fucking bangers that are just yeah. like insanely good and like
1: and an ooh. example I'd give is like definitely Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid say, Mad I was City. That the whole time and talking, I and crazy. real artists only think <laughs> that like if you thought that at home that you, real, you real You for that. Mm-hmm. Um and honestly because I didn't hear good kid Mad City until last year fully. And I generally thought that was one of the best albums out. Like no one could top Good Kid, Mad City when that came out. And I yeah. feel like honestly, concept albums—they're kind of the way to go. Like mm-hmm. you see, you see chances, success. I can't say success. Oh my god, whatever. Fuck mm-hmm. this. But um, yeah, like you see you didn't that. Hear that, mom. <laughs> mom. <laughs> but yeah, um, and you've seen that. Oh, my so like, what would you? Say? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh, oh shit. God. I hate tr- <laughs> But definitely like what would you say though? Um, mm-hmm. what's better?
2: Definitely concept album, 100%. Um, I definitely like to hear albums that, you know, have the bangers after banger after banger on it and I I'm I'm definitely down for that. However, like concept albums to me are something that you that the artist or the listener I should say could feel like you know what I mean like. Right. Good kid, Matt City, like you felt like you were in Compton when you listened to that mm-hmm. album, like definitely. Like nobody can say that they
0: didn't feel that. Run right up so on the block right now. I, I will, I will, I will concede that I the album <laughs> that I re-listened ones. to was uh To Pimp a Butterfly, so that was awesome. Mm, yes. I was like yeah, that album when it first was released it was 2015 I was fresh out of fucking high school you Mm -hmm. know what I mean Mm -hmm. just a complete idiot still I did not I don't know how I passed any of my classes but point is is that I like listened to the album and I didn't there was a few songs on it that I really really loved like you cannot tell me that alright was not is not to this day one of the best Kendrick songs okay that's one of the
2: best hip hop songs
0: of all time like that's a legendary song, yo. Know. No, no cap. For our community, for our culture, that's a legendary song. I was here. I was listening yeah. to uh, somebody was saying that it was, um, like, our generation's version of "What's Going On" by Marvin Gaye. Mm. Like, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh that's shit, nice. yeah, they're right. I remember yo I remember I was at <laughs> at the time mm-hmm. I was I was a server at IHOP right and we had this group of cops come in mm-hmm. and so I was like we had they, they had this little speaker in the back I was like turn that shit all the way up right now <laughs> like oh my god I was like serving it just jamming just and what
1: about here's like-
0: your pork pork and so I was like I was dude I I, I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt. So <laughs> I'm <just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, because like, I just want to talk about concept albums like, yeah. I get, like a little bit more. Because like that, I just, that album, uh, Good Kid, Mad City, and then one of my mm. favorite concept albums, uh, Everybody by Logic. I really, mm. really, that was, mm. oh my that God.
1: That
2: was a very good album. Let me, let me just interject here for a second. <laughs> okay. Logic is a phenomenal artist, and people just knock him all the time. And everybody was one of my least favorite albums from him. However, it was one of the best albums that needed to come out. Um, and then that song, that um, the suicide song, the one eight hundred song. That song, you don't. I don't think people really understand how much that touched people because it was. It's one of those that songs cool. that's going to touch people that you'll never know about because of the topic that he's talking about. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that, there's so many people that are going to listen to that song and it's going to hit them in a certain way, and you're not going to know about it because. They I don't want, want to video, share that information. You know what I mean?
0: That video? That video, video, man. Nah. Yeah, yeah the, that was
1: yeah. a hard one.
0: Oh, that's my it God. It had me in tears. Yeah. Like, so, I was crying. I just want to put that out there. He's I from ain't going to admit it because I don't cry, but I did cry
2: a little bit. <laughs> if Logic ever sees this, <laughs> he's from Maryland, so I got <laughs> to leave him. Shout out to Logic, though. Shout out to Logic.
1: But you know what album I didn't know was a concept album until I saw a documentary? Travis Scott astral world i had no idea i just like honestly before i watched the documentary i didn't listen to a lot of travis i really wanted to see what he was about like beyond like the kylie jenner bullshit and beyond Mm. all of that i really wanted to know who he was and when i watched that i did not know that like astral world was like actually a thing um and like his mom used to take him there a lot as Mm. a kid and it's crazy that like he has like all in his music all these different like gym lyrics that people really don't listen to and mm-hmm. they don't understand or grasp the concept and you have to listen to his album over and over, over, and over to really over. understand what concept he's trying to portray yeah um and it's kind of like a nostalgic album like would yeah. you guys say that it was like it was years super... in the making like a lot
2: of people don't yeah, know yeah. that but like that album was being worked on when uh birds in the trap sing Brian mcknight was being was came out like, that album was still being worked. That was, like, 2016, 2015, I That's think. That's a long time wrong. ago. Yeah. But yeah, so, like, that album is great. But, yeah, it's definitely, like, a lot of things that you can hear in that album, like, that have, like, that nostalgic kind of feel to it. And, but yeah, Travis is one of my biggest influences. So, I,
0: yeah, or yeah. inspirations. I, yeah. I, I I I have to... What was I going to say? words are hard um,
1: <laughs> words are <definitely> hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um we picked like the best possible career to get into for words being hard is just talking but like no um <laughs> no point i'm trying to make what i was trying to say is that um even though i was like with my initial question um i think that specifically astroworld mm-hmm. and uh Good Kid, Mad City, and to Pippa Butterfly are the best of both of those. Like yeah. all those songs, after I list, after I gave him a couple especially uh, to Pippa Butterfly, after I gave it a couple listens, I was like, yeah. there's not a bad song on this album. It really isn't. They're all <clears throat> fantastic. And especially Astroworld. Astroworld World is just, just hit after hit. after, hit, hit after, after, hit. after, yeah. hit after And that's hit. the thing,
2: like that's a that's a combination. Like you were saying, yeah. like Astro has banger after banger after banger, but if you sit down and actually pay attention, like, it's a whole nother world. Like, he's really taking you to a whole nother planet. Right. It? It's like, sometimes, yeah.
1: And so, like, I've listened to your music before, Michael, and I hear a lot of um, things in your music that stand out to me, like, lyric-wise. Mm-hmm. And would you say, like, you definitely focus on your lyrics, like, very hard when you're writing um, mm-hmm. to, like, come up with different like things that are relatable to people Mm -hmm. of this generation
2: uh definitely i mean i'm not super super into lyrics i ain't gonna lie i'm more so into the experience of listening to the music like you know i I, that's how i take in music is i definitely listen to lyrics but at the same time like I like to listen to the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. everything has plays a part in the album. Like, that, they wouldn't release an album unless every single piece plays a part. So I like to listen to those types of things. But, like, definitely lyrics are a big thing. And um, I've, I'm definitely a person that preaches, you know, a lot of positivity. Um, you know, I, one of my projects that I worked on was called No More Negative Energy on Apple Music. Um, Spotify <laughs> title. All of that <laughs> You can even just examine now. I didn't know that was possible. But, oh, that's um, wild. but yeah, like. It's, you know, I'm all about just positivity and just, you know, bringing positivity to rap, but still having to be cool, you know? Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I was going to say is that, like, I can... So... A lot of people feel specifically with like Travis and I'm going to draw like a little line between like a little connection between you and Travis that I see. Um, Not just not not really solely sound, but more so in the sense that because you are a producer, Mm -hmm. a lot of people say like Travis is a producer that also raps, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so like that's one of the things to me that stands out in that would make sense if this was his thought process i don't know travis yeah. let me know but yeah. um <laughs> what I, what i'm saying is essentially is, it is it? that is that <laughs> it is lit like, um what i'm saying is is that the idea when you when you're doing something when you're doing something lyrically you're also mm-hmm. thinking about how it sounds sonically right. so yeah. that sonically it is very very appealing and like easy to listen to and yeah. it, or or it, or it comes back and, and it, right, it sticks right. in your head and so like i see that a lot with travis and i also what you just said just now confirms mm-hmm. that to me that, like that's one of the things that connects you guys both. Yeah. Um, and, and just and I would say is also something that happens a lot with just any artist who is a mm-hmm. producer and a rapper as well. And so like when you're producing your project, you're also uh writing your lyrics and you're thinking yeah. like, okay, this would sound good here, like this would sound right. good yeah, here versus here. The here. process <laughs> is all the same at the same time. Like, you know, when you
2: it's not like I write down my lyrics and like, okay, now I gotta go find a beat to work with. It's like no, I just it all just happens at the same time. So yeah.
1: And so I'm just gonna like kind of like wrap up my like last questions with you because like honestly you've given us like so much today and i'm like so excited to honestly like hear the songs that you have dropping like i know you just worked on like two in the studio the other day that i heard and i was like very impressed so um just like lastly here for my last question for you is where do you see yourself in the next five years in your music
2: career um i see myself in um in texas in a nice house with a horse
1: Okay, the, the horses middle of are back. nowhere. Mad. And a house right, for the horse. With the
2: horse again. Okay. <laughs> with uh, some, you know, beautiful plants. Wow.
1: <laughs> all right, yeah, Kenneth can, can help you plant those. Lots you know. of ferns. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> <laughs> Shout, Shout
2: out to Kenneth. Shout out to all plant his, plant his house. He'll
1: be on the next episode, guys. You'll you'll see a lot of him. but um, Yeah,
2: and uh, for real, I mean, <clears throat> I... Mean, I, I The music career thing, I just like to keep just making music. I don't have, like, I don't really have a lot of goals when it comes to music specifically. Um, I just love making music, so it's just, you know, I understand that this is a pathway that could lead me to be able to, like I said, you know, help my family out financially and, you know, be a pathway for me to just be happy
0: doing what I love to do and making money off of it, so. Do you feel like in the future you would get to the point where uh, you'll be performing? Oh, yeah. I think so.
1: And...
2: One
0: day.
1: Yeah, Definitely.
2: Definitely. I'm, 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 I'm really into like people like hearing my music and like listening to what I'm saying and listening to the the ideas, you know, first, and then eventually I feel like it'll get to a point where like it'll be prepared to be performed live. So
1: you guys heard it first. Better
2: at performing live.
1: He doesn't. so michael doesn't like to perform live right now which is cool you know um but definitely that is definitely one of the things that sense wants to incorporate in the future so be on the lookout for um other artists doing live shows um and it's coming real soon so we can't wait for you guys to hear that but um honestly we are going to get to hear michael um just not live so uh after this we're going to hear some really cool michael Bronsley. <laughs> what song is it going to be though like, we never... I, I didn't even outer know space. which
2: one you bought today. Outer oh. Space. Outer space, yeah. You bought
1: Outer Space today? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, let me go get it at the car.
2: No, oh, oh, because <laughs> you know, right, at the car. <laughs> but... Grab it off Apple Music. Right. But yeah, now yeah, Outer Space. Um, that, yeah, you guys will probably check it out. But yeah, that song is a super dope song that me and my homie um, Ashford knew did. And uh, it was just kind of spur of the moment. It happened last year, early last year, and then we released it at the end of last year. So... 2019 so yeah check it out it's a very good song I,
1: i smoke to it very frequently like honestly it's a very great smoking song um but yeah anyways thank you guys so much for tuning in to sense my name is juno
0: i'm brandon
1: and this is michael and thank you guys for watching and listening to sense and sorry guys you can you can find us on social media. My Instagram is Juniverse. My Twitter is Juniverse. Um, and that is spelled J U N O V X R S E and it will be in the link below.
0: You can find me on Instagram at Bummy poppy. Or bummy underscore poppy i don't have a twitter i will get on that i swear to god i'll be on there roasting all of you um and then you can also find me on snapchat at several days late if you guys just want to give me a holler or something like that and you guys feel like you have an artist that you would be really 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 interested in seeing on this show you should put their name in the comments so that we can be proactive about it so that we can get them on yep. and get more people to see their amazing art so guys I had to put mine out there, too, because, uh, you know, this is... And rich. I just
2: want to let quick. you know. At
0: Michael Broxley
2: on Instagram. And uh, Twitter is Bland Beats. If y'all go on Twitter, y'all can scroll down to the bottom and see all my old tweets from when I was in high school. And y'all can roast me and do whatever, <laughs> and then say that I can't do anything in life because of my old previous mindset. But, um, yeah. And don't forget to follow us at
1: Sinspot Official on Instagram.
2: And um, that's a wrap, guys. Out of space, out of space, out of space. When I'm with you, I get taken to a place Out of space, out of space, out of space The whole world stops when my clock is in your head Houston, we got a problem
1: Found an independent woman who can pop it She got
0: options, but she only wants me